Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Check us out on our website at firinglineradio.com. All the podcasts are there. You don't want to miss any of them. And they're all there. I think there's uh, eight years worth of shows on that podcast. Firinglineradio.com is where that's at. You can also find us on our Facebook page. We're fairly active there on Firing Line Radio Show. If you go to Firing Line Radio Show, there's a small little button that says Visit Group. Click on that. Join the group. That's where all the posting happens. The other one's kind of a, a landing page. You want to be able to be in the group so you can communicate with everybody, and uh, we go from there. Only good people are allowed in that group. So if you're a bad person, go somewhere else. Go vote Democrat. We don't need you. Folks, joining me today, I have a special guy. His name is Justin. I'm going to be calling him Justin Rex because he's part of the Rex Defense Crew. Rex Tibor, a good time, longtime friend, friend of the show, and a great firearms trainer, especially in the in long-range ballistics and the understanding of such. So Rex could not join us today. Actually, I think, should we say where he is, Justin? Absolutely. All right. Rex had to babysit today, so he couldn't join the man show, but, you know. God bless him for doing that. So <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, this is this is his turn. So very good. Um, he couldn't join us today, but uh, you are actually helping out in a lot of different things. And we've got a giant seminar week coming up in Las Vegas in February, the end of February. Great time to get away, get to Vegas, and have some great firearms and training and ballistics and hunting and everything else seminars going on that particular week. Now, Justin, that's going to be the 24th. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. So the 24th through the 28th is the seminars. Rex is having his RX 100 seminar, which is his basic seminar for long range ballistic shooting, where he goes through all the ballistics, uh, scopes, calculations. I mean, everything he, he can tell you how to, uh, how to adjust your shot when the butterfly wings are off the coast of the Philippines at three miles an hour. So it's a great class. If you want to have the information where it comes into learning how to do long range shooting without spending the next 10 and a half years on your stomach in the desert, learning this stuff yourself while you're burning up a ton of ammunition. That's a great class. He's done it a few times out here in Southern California. We've moved the venue over to Vegas because people are coming from all over the world. We had Israelis and Canadians coming in, um, coming from all over the world to learn this. And it's just easier to fly into uh, LAX and San Bernardino for some reason. So that's going to be the 24th, 25th. Justin, we're talking to you today because you're actually giving a seminar on the 26th and 27th of that week. So give us a rundown on that, and then we'll get into some specifics. Yeah, so uh, Rex, like you said, will have the first two days of the week. I get the middle two days um, after him. So that's going to be tough <laughs> trying to follow in his footsteps there. But uh, we basically are doing a class on a lot of different disciplines, um, 
obviously we can't focus too much on individual certain individual ones because we only have a certain amount of time but we basically want to get we want to fill in all the gaps where a lot of the regular people miss and and uh, what you're, this is actually about. field craft right yeah exactly it's basically almost everything but the firearm part of it uh there's no shortage of people that are much more qualified than me to, to go and if you just want to shoot bullets downrange but uh, where everyone seems to be, I shouldn't say everyone, but where a large volume of the people that I run into on a day-to-day basis are lacking is all the little things that they never think about. Um, and, you know, it's little things to them, but to us it's huge just, you know, having radio equipment and com- communications. Uh, when somebody doesn't have something like that on their kit, it's, uh, they're missing a huge, huge you know, they got a big, huge gap in their in their gear. So yeah, we'll get, so we'll get into we'll get into those. So basically, Rex is teaching the precision long range shooting, extended long range shooting precision course, and all the information that you is required for that. You're taking it the next level, field craft, which really you should just title it "How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse," because that's 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 what you're teaching is all the stuff you're going to need the mindset and we're going to get into those specifics and i'm looking forward to that and then on friday the 28th i'm doing a basic beginners long range or excuse me beginners big game hunting primer so if somebody wants to hunt hasn't hunted before wants some information on it and i get a lot of people asking me hey can you take me or whatever this is a course designed to take them from hunter safety class to being successful in the field. Okay. It's, it, it's important that you go from A to Z. We talk about a lot of stuff and it's a full class. We did it out here a couple of times in, uh, in, in Riverside and it's, it's a full day. There's a lot of information. I can't believe you're trying to pack, you know, 30 years of experience into an eight hour class, but we do get it done. So that's going to be going on then on the 28th and you can get the tickets for this any or all at rexdefense.com. Uh, I don't think the final pricing's up yet or the location we're still working on, but rexdefense.com. I'm going to have a special deal for families. So, you know, it'd be a family price and uh, we'll just go with that. So I'm going to modify mine a little bit on that, but I want to make sure as many people that can come, come and get this good information. So we're going to have precision shooting, extended long range. We're going to have the uh, field craft, how to survive the zombie apocalypse with Justin Rex. And then uh, myself on Friday, I'll be doing my big game primer, big game hunting primer class. So check that out uh, folks. Um, now let's jump into some, a few things here, uh, Mr. Justin Rex. Oh yeah. By the way, rexdefense.com is where you can get the more information on that. Last I only night. have one question for you. Yeah. Did you save me a spot in your class? Because I definitely uh, am lacking those areas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not a problem. Okay, so uh, folks, here's a couple things here. We're talking about field craft. Now, I've had I had uh, uh, Matthew Milne from Tactical Pro Shops on just a couple of times here recently, and we talked about your bug out bag and stuff, and some of the things that are necessary for first aid, and you know how to get involved, get those things. But you're taking it the next level here, so I'm going to turn this over to you. One of the one of the topics is communication, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Give us a primer. Okay, so essentially, uh, what we're looking at is somebody who can come in who can just basically operate their equipment, know exactly what to expect from it, and give them kind of ideas on the budget, what they can get from what they can spend. Um, A lot of guys, they're lucky to have a Walmart-type or Midland radio. 
Uh, they don't have an external antenna. They don't have, you know, rechargeable batteries. They have no backup. Those kind of things. We're going to talk about the frequency differences and what you can expect from those different frequencies as far as range and, so, and uh, so you the ability go, of that information. All right. So I walk into Walmart. We don't go to Walmart anymore because they stopped selling ammo no. out here. So you walk into a store and um, yeah. you want to buy a communication device and you're looking on, on the shelf here at the plastic wrapped walkie talkies. Is that what you're saying? That's what most people think uh, is adequate, and unfortunately, uh, that's just, you know, that's what, what happens when you're a beginner and you don't know any better. So there's very small it, it costs a lot between, of money on the learning curve. That's what happens. Exactly. Just like how Rex talks about his seminars is, is he tries to save people money by having them jump forward and learn from everyone else's mistakes, including ours, and go right up to that first position and get the right stuff the first time. Uh, you know, maximize the bang for the buck. And also managing expectations. You know, a lot of times people grab a radio like that, and, and they think that that's uh, that's the you know the, the high level performance Ferrari kind of thing, and they have no idea that even for just a few bucks more, they could have something that's ten times more uh, able. Um, and then also we talk about this how to how to put that stuff in your gear so you can use it properly. You, know, now, you just have a little Walmart radio there, and it gets wet. And it's toast. So, so your Walmart, you know, again, we're not using Walmart. We don't do Walmart. So your radio, right. <laughs> your, your radio, most of those work off a of line of sight, right? Well, it, and that's the things that we're going to talk specifically about is a handheld radio and the UHF and DHF frequencies. That's mostly a line of sight without obstructions, but the different frequencies can get you different performance in different areas. Uh, leaves scatter radio frequency a lot different than, different than drywall or uh, steel reinforced concrete. And there's, you know, a perfect example of someone could have a nice radio in their vehicle, driving down the highway, talking clear as day, 20 miles away. All of a sudden, they have no coverage whatsoever, and they don't realize it's because they're sitting in under, you know, getting out of the rain or snow under an overpass, and now they're, they're encased in steel-reinforced concrete, and they can't figure out why that person can no longer talk to them. So those things where it's not in life. In life, it's not the things you don't know that get you. It's the things you don't know you don't know. So we're going to try and save people a lot of that hassle by, you know, giving them the, uh, enough basics. We're not going to try and make everyone who leaves the class a ham radio operator by any means. But well, we're certainly going to get them to where they can select the equipment properly. So I'm actually going through that process right now. And we, we have, we're going to do a commercial break here in a little bit. But uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that because that's, that is huge. And the other thing is if you have a cheap radio set, you always hear somebody else. It's like something hey it just there's always some inane person on there you want to have your own frequencies if this isn't a serious thing when the zombies are coming you got to make sure you can talk to your loved ones because your cell phone won't be worth a selfie camera that's about the only thing that's going to be worth here 100%. a trackable selfie camera folks philip Naiman, firing line radio show we'll be right back after this firinglineradio.com am 590 the answer this portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. And you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, we're going to be talking about firearms, gun rights, everything that's great afforded to the second amendment afforded to us by the second amendment of the constitution and you should also know that black friday 
Black Rifle Friday wasn't just one day this year. When you go to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, you get Black Friday prices all the way through December. So check it out. It's something in the neighborhood of a, a 10,000% off, I think. Uh, it could be in that range. You know, your mileage may vary when you get there, but just check it out. Vince has some super good sales. You're going to want to go down there and find out what he's got. And as we're talking about preparing yourself for the zombie apocalypse, you want to make sure that you've got the right stuff. Carry out bags. I saw he's got a lot of good backpacks in there. He's got lighting systems. He's got scopes. He's got all everything that you're going to need. As we go through this program, you're going to find out more about that. So go on down to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. It's Black Friday till the end of December. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Because of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe safety first and great sales follow 951-823-0211 folks joining me back i have justin rex justin rex is the field craft doctor uh of rexdefense.com rexdefense.com we're going to be teaching he is going to be teaching about field craft and we just touched on communications here one of the great things that's important about this if we have a huge natural disaster how do you protect your family that's why i'm doing these series that's why he's got this going on so you know california we have major major earthquakes how do you communicate what do you have uh we talked a little bit about about lower cost radios there's also an option with a ham radio tell us a little bit about ham radios so essentially what we recommend is a common name you'll find in a google search is a bofung uh, that's your entry level um, it, it goes all the way up to what i would recommend depending on budget would be yesu um, what, what ends up happening is when you step into anything that is a commercial you know quality ham type radio you're going to get a lot more bang for the buck now, a lot of people get, a, get scared away from that because they hear the word ham. They go, oh, no, that's a license. That's a bunch of stuff. Well, yes and no. And we're going to go with that in the class where there's, there's areas where you can be completely legal, use certain types of quality radios, not have to be licensed, and be prepared if things go bad. Uh, one of the things the FCC tells you in all the rule books is if it's a bona fide emergency, if there's lives on the line, it is all the rules go out the window. You could grab a police radio and call for help and no one's going to cause any issues. Right. So like I said, uh, some of those things that you want to look at on your entry level will be a Bofung radio. Uh, those are commonly purchased online. Say it again. Uh, some people, Bofung, that's spelled B-A-O and then F-E-N-G. Uh, that's going to be your Chinese Imported radios, they actually make, uh, the same factories make Kenwood radios. So you'll find that the components are interchangeable between the two. Uh, if you want to go the Japanese route for a higher quality, that's Yesu. That's going to be uh, Y-A-E-S-U. Yesu is essentially like the top end Ferrari, Bugatti kind of thing. Now, don't let that scare you away. The prices are not as different as you would think. Uh, but the capabilities between the two can be huge. Uh, you could put a Yesu radio in a vehicle, have a, you know 25 watts on the low end, 100 watts or higher on the high end. Uh, you can really reach out. You can When you get into anything above a handheld radio, you can go from state to state and even continent to continent a lot easier than most people would think. Uh, you go AM single sideband in a vehicle with a, an antenna, you know, roughly eight to 10 feet high, you could reach intercontinentally uh, directly from your vehicle. And like we talked about, not like a cell phone, something that doesn't require infrastructure. It's ad hoc, it's point to point, nowhere in between but air. 
Uh, so we're going to go over those kind of things, the radio itself and also the frequency. The frequency is very important. The lower the frequency, the farther it reaches. But, you know, bandwidth is what goes down and fidelity. So you, you can reach a lot further, but you're not going to sound, you know, like me and you do on the radio. Well, we're on, okay we're on 590. The, we're, we're on the low end of the spectrum. We are all power. And this actually, <laughs> because we're so low, it actually takes my Mickey Mouse voice and makes it sound like a man's voice. So it, I like being down here with the low fidelity stuff. It, it helps me out. You, you do sound a lot sexier on the radio than in person. I can <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real boy. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, folks. Uh, he's in Vegas. It's, you know, forgive him, guys. That's just the way it is. All right. So so ham radios of some kind or even the, the these two that you're talking about are some of the things you're going to go into. I think communication is super, super important. The next step, because think about this. If we had the major earthquake in California and the systems are down, your cell phone's down. Guess what? You can't Google map how to get someplace. You have nothing. You know, I, I learned the old analog system, the Thomas Brothers map system. And we, you know, I worked for a company years ago. That was our, that's how we got around. So learning to how to read a map and use a map and use a map book. I don't even know if they make those anymore, but those things are crucial. You have to have a hard copy uh, underneath the back seat of the truck or something of where you're going and how to get there, right? Absolutely. And, and, you know, just recently, I don't know if you know this, but it's very important for you guys in California. They just changed the, the uh, I don't know if it's a state law or what it was exactly, but uh, for many, 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 many decades, uh, ham radio has been a big thing in California because of your natural, uh, you know, disaster issues. And what they have done re- just recently is they've taken away the ability for ham radio guys to have their repeater networks on public land. Yep. They're now going to require very expensive licensing that's going to crush the little guys. And, and the funny thing is, is that these systems are used all the time. I mean, one fire gets near a, a cell phone tower and knocks out power. And the whole entire area goes dark for cell phones. And the only backup, the single only backup right now is radio, not just ham radio, but all the emergency responders. So I don't know. That's a scary thing. Man. And here's the thing is the emergency responders have their repeaters on public land. So why, why no ham? I mean, Absolutely. this is, this is California and, and the forward thinkingness of our manpire, uh, governor, um, Newsom, uh, Everything they do has a purpose. And so this is a way that citizens can communicate between themselves, and they're taking that away. Why? They are nefarious. They Every single thing they do is not an accident. The fact that we give 50% of our water to the ocean instead of storing it is not an accident. The fact that we have rules against gun ownership, not against the illegal use of a gun in a crime, is not an accident. The fact that they're putting out 60,000 felons on the street is not an accident. All these people, the fact that, uh, you know, <laughs> San Francisco's covered in poop is not an accident. Everything they do is pushing their agenda. We just don't believe it because we can't believe that's actually their agenda. It's hard to fathom that. And and this is one thing. You will not have cell phones. Very, very few people have hard lines anymore. Very few. So Absolutely. hard, hard, because we always use a cell phone. It's always in your pocket. And when communications go down, there's nothing. And having a backup system is extremely important. So we've got our radios. Where you're talking about navigation, and we are not going to be able to use Google Maps because your cell phone's dead. What do you suggest? 
So I like to uh, tell people, just like you said earlier, a piece of paper, a map, even if it's handwritten, and a, a basic compass. You don't, you know, yeah, a ten dollar compass will get you by, but a fifty dollar compass is a, uh, you know, the Ferrari. And you know, just understanding the big, it's just very simple basics of this could really save people's lives, especially if you're in a mountainous area, wooded area, like a lot of California specifically is. You know, when you're up on the hill somewhere and you look across, you go, okay, that's where I need to go. It looks great up there, but when you get down into the ravines and in the washes and the trees are over your head, it's really easy to get lost. Turn let, around. Let me tell you and, a little bit about this. So there's a there's a canyon right up on top of San Gregorio Mountain here, the highest mountain in uh, in the area. And there's a mountain that runs off southeast from there. It's called Hell for Sure Canyon, and it's named that way for a reason. And when people come off the trail and they look down and they say, oh, there's the city, they see the lights down below, especially when it's get close to being dark, and they decide, well, we'll just go down this canyon and head down there. It turns into the world's nastiest cliffs. It literally is Hell for Sure. The city, the lights that they're seeing are Palm Springs, which is 30 miles away. But without a physical map... They have no idea that people go down that canyon and end up in the mission drainage and whitewater drainage all the time, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but it's never fun. So, yeah, if you don't have, you know, think about this. Somebody's up there with their little GPS and their little cell phone. All of a sudden, they don't get signal because they have T-Mobile instead of Verizon. Well, that's out. And then their battery on their GPS is out and they make a wrong turn. They're toast. You know, that's called bear Two food. things, you know. To expand on that is, one, a lot of people don't even have a flashlight on them other than their cell phone. And so when it gets dark, they start using their flashlight, and then what happens? Yes. It the battery on their cell phone, right? I was on a but rescue with that. Hey, hey, we, we got to run to a commercial. We'll come right back and talk about lights. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check this out. We are talking about field craft with Justin Rex here. Uh, you find out more at rexdefense.com. We're going to be teaching these courses from long-range Extreme long-range shooting, field craft, big game hunting primer. That's going to be the last week of February in Las Vegas. More information coming at rexdefense.com. You're going to want to be involved in this. We're you know, kind of getting excited about this because we're talking about navigation and, and communications. And you know, one of the things you brought up is a lot of people, their communication device is their cell phone. I mean, I was involved with search and rescue team for nine years and we got texted, Hey, we're stuck. You know, they couldn't get anything else out, but they use their texting machine and then the battery's going down and they're using their phone for a light 
never a good idea. Um, it just drains your battery, and, and as it's searching for bars, it completely goes to zero. Then you have nothing. So, you know, lights, uh, you know, mag lights involved with the show, we use them for quite a bit of stuff. Uh, but also, I think it's extremely important that somebody who uses a headlamp. I think that is the most critical Absolutely. piece of cheap LED. Um, you know, get a $25 Petzl and uh, it'll run on three different modes, extremely low, runs off of a triple A. I even have one now that recharges off of a USB. So if you have a solar panel, you can plug it in and just keep it charged during the day and then have it have it running all the time. So there's a lot of options and they're inexpensive and rechargeable is is really the way to go, especially if you're using a solar panel or if you have a vehicle okay like my truck you know obviously you get your uh you, you get the the charge ports but also you can use a charge port into a strip so i've actually got you know plug-in strips in my truck you plug in whatever you want on there when the engine's running so there's a lot of options you have not to run out of things so we're getting close to a, a f- getting close to the end of the show <laughs> We still have a lot to go. Um, let's talk about your loadout. Let's just jump to that area. Okay, so perfect example of, to touch on what you said. Uh, having a, a flashlight, the only flashlight on you is handheld, is like having a rifle with no sling, uh, especially if you're in uneven, you know, non-flat surfaces. As soon as you need both hands, you can no longer use your light, right? Or you're sticking it in your mouth or something other, uh, some other bad idea, right? So very important to have something you can mount to your helmet, your head, whatever. Uh, also, the, the old phrase, two is one and one is none, is very important here. Any electronic device, no matter how well built, I don't care how high dollar it is, they can fail. All electronics do. Batteries die. So you need to have at least a couple of different options. And there's a saying, if no one comes to our class, no one you know listens to anything else I say, here's a saying that I want everyone to keep in mind and take to heart. The devil you know is always better than the devil you don't know. And if you don't have a light and you don't have a map and you are walking towards a town because there's lights 30 miles away, I've been there, I've done that. We've literally walked right into 30-foot dead drop-off canyons because we were trying to shortcut because we were low on batteries, we were low on lights, we were low on food, low on water. If it's if you feel like it's a twenty mile hike back the way you know, take the twenty mile hike because the two mile shortcut might turn into a hundred miles or something along those lines. So for me, I have a, a helmet mounted light times two. I have a, a pocket light, and if I have a firearm on me, which is anytime I leave the house with anything more than my underwear on, uh, I have a firearm. I have a light on all my firearms, whether it be a handgun or a rifle. Uh, of course. When you're, when you're just walking around with a friend, it's a lot easier to, and safer to, to shine a light from your hand or your hand than it is to point your gun everywhere you want to look. But uh, that's, that's a basic minimum for me if I'm going out anywhere. Yeah, and, and it's important. To, and so, you know, do we, do we walk around with our bug out bag on our back 24-7, you know, with a collapsible AR? No, no. But yeah, right. these should be things that are, that are stowed in your trunk of Absolutely. your car. You know, in the back of your car on the left hand side there, if you have a sedan, you should have four map books for the four counties that you're in. Right. So for out, out here, you've yeah. got L.A. County, the, the Thomas Brothers stuff, L.A. County, San Bernardino County, Riverside County, Orange County. That's going to get you out of this area You're gonna, or you need to find somebody. You're going to be able to do that. Um, if the cell phone services go down, you have that option. A compass is extremely easy to use uh, out here. It's pretty easy as long as you have light. You know, the mountains are north. (laughs) 
But exactly. you, you know, you go out to some place like the Mongolian Rim, and everything's flat and the Uncompahgre Plateau, and, or Kansas, and you or fog. Fog comes in. You don't know which yep. way is north, especially at night. So there's a lot of things that are important on that. And and a you know a Silva forty nine dollar Silva compass is extremely durable. You know, there's one in my bag all the time for that. So that's an important thing. And the other thing on your backpack, your lights. Let's talk. I mean, a lot of guys think, well, you know, the zombies are coming. I need to have 50,000 rounds on my chest. Right. Isn't that so common where you see a guy show up and he's got a chest rig on and he's got, you know, seven or eight double mag pouches and he's got enough ammo to, you know, resupply a saw gunner. But uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have a tourniquet. It doesn't have a radio. Doesn't have a flashlight. Uh, none of that stuff. You know, it, it, every vehicle I own, every single vehicle has a duffel bag in it. That just a cheap bag from Walmart. As soon as we buy a new vehicle, we don't go to Walmart. My wife. Go, well, I'm sorry. You, uh, insert a department store uh, of your choice. Uh, but every one of them has a fire extinguisher. Has a tow rope. It has uh, toilet paper. Baby wipes. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll have hand warmers, things like that, chem lights, because, you know, like we said, electronics die, and a chemical is always going to be there for you, even though they're not as, as great, you know. Um, and, and that's just in the vehicle, and that's just for, in case my wife is driving the car. That's not even considering if we're going somewhere across the road where we're going to bring, like you said, where you step up to what I call a get-home bag or, you know, something not necessarily getting so big and so crazy that you could just grab that bag, leave your house, and never come back. We're so, talking about something more logistically day-to-day. Okay, so here's the thing. Now, we're out here in Southern California, right? To my left, well, everybody out here is to my left, but <laughs> politically. <laughs> but west of my location here, I have between 10 and 13 million people who live in inner cities, not inner city, but live in suburbs and cities who don't have, except for a very small percentage of them, who don't have extra food, extra water, extra battery, extra flight, extra anything, right? Um, they have they have all kinds of video games, but they don't have anything else. And so if we have a major earthquake, you know, what we have is we have a zombie apocalypse in waiting. These people are going to be hungry and scared and, and greedy and do whatever they want to do. So Absolutely. same thing in Vegas, right? You've got a very dense population in Vegas. Absolutely. Now, to me, where I am, sheltering in place is suicide. Absolutely. And so, that's one of the things that a lot of people forget is uh, they, they, they think that they'll be able to go to the grocery store and buy water, you know, go to the gas station, buy food or fuel when they when they hear something on the news. What about the things that are already happening before it even makes it to the news? Uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, just, you know, you guys know how the, the power outages go. I mean, we're in Vegas. Our power outages come from everyone's air conditioning kicking on at the same time because they got home from work. Not, you know, wildfires like you guys, but same thing. As soon as the refrigerator stops working, most people's food, the time is already, the clock is already ticking. They have very little dry goods. They have almost no water, if at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a 1,400-gallon water t- uh, container in my backyard. It's just sitting there because who cares? What did it cost me to fill it? You know, pennies compared to, you know, it's not like I filled it with, uh, you know, sparkling water or anything like that. But in an emergency, it's well, there. And, but and it's the 100-gallon container of Jameson that I think is probably the, the perfect thing that you got back there. 
No, no, that, that is for us. It's all the little dollar liquor bottles. That's what you keep in your pockets in your backpack that'll buy you your freedom. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so anyway, when, you, when it comes to that, you have to think about, okay, well, maybe we need an escape route. All right. So if I was in Vegas, exactly. the worst thing I'd try and do is be get on the 15 because just Sunday afternoon, you can't move on that thing. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And if it's going up through through uh, the Virgin River Gorge. Right. If everybody was trying to leave and go oh. up, that it just takes <laughs> one idiot to not stay in the lanes and that whole canyon shut down. So, you know, yep. with your maps and your systems, you realize, okay, well, we've got good dirt roads that go this way and we can head all the way, you know, get to Utah through this pass or this pass or whatever. Yeah, as long as you're not driving a Honda Civic, yeah, you're good to go, you know. And, and it, it, how, how cliche is it? You know, we talked about the zombie thing. Pick up any zombie movie if you want some study material and tell me one that doesn't have chaos on the roadways and people killing each other over not being able to drive their car two feet. You know, almost well, every vehicle I own that's is all-wheel drive. That's called rush hour in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, every single day of the week, right? Yeah, yeah, so people cool. don't think about this. How, how important would just be a little cheap dirt bike? You know, nothing fancy, just a little Honda CRF or something, or maybe a, a Suzuki DRZ 400 because it's got a passenger seat and foot pegs for your for your wife. Or, you know, or things that people don't think about. Even a or V-Strom DL1000. That was my favorite. Yeah, okay, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're going to be right back here with Justin Rex finishing up this show. Check us out last week of February in Vegas, rexdefense.com. Hi, folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. And to not be behind a Honda Prius in the number one lane. That's what's good in life. Okay, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. I'm back here with Justin Rex. Check us out at rexdefense.com. Last week of February, we're doing a giant seminar. Rex is doing the first two days, his ELR, Extended Long Range Shooting Course, the basic ballistic course that he does all the time. The next two days, Justin's going to be taking that over. He's talking about field craft, and you kind of get a feel for where he's going with this. There's a lot of information. And then on Friday, I'll wrap it up. We're going to do the big game hunting primer. You can come for one or come for all seminars, whatever you'd like. You know, it's in Vegas, but the information comes home with you. You don't have to leave your brain in Vegas. You can bring home this information and implement it in your life there. You know, one of the things we talked about was traveling, water, 
food. Those are important things. You know, we can go a couple of days without food, really. Um, I can go a couple more than that. Water is an important thing, though, especially, you know, you're in the arid arid areas. Outside of where we live is yeah. desert from me to you, right? And uh, Absolutely. if you have to travel, tra- traverse that in August, it is not pretty. The other thing is ammunition and rifles and pistols and what kind of defensive weapon systems do you suggest? So why don't we start with that one there? So for me, I absolutely hate pocket guns. Uh, it's, it's a, like a, it's a cancer nowadays. What is a pocket gun? A pocket gun is anything single stack, anything small enough that people are tempted to put it in their pocket, no holster. They put it in there with their keys or flashlight. And when they're digging around in there, they shoot themselves in the leg or the foot. Um, the other thing is trying to draw it out and use it. Uh, it's crazy. I actually carry a full-size gun on an on a uh, paddle holster, um, and I conceal it. I'm I'm six four one eighty. I'm pretty slender, and I walk right by law enforcement with that bulge under my shirt on that, my hip, and no one notices it. I think it's way way overrated these little guns nowadays. And the problem is, you get all these macho dudes who think they're so smart, and they get their wives or their girlfriends to to buy one too. And, they, and nine times out of ten, it's a forty. Up until recently, thank goodness, 40s dying. But uh, you know, we, I see it all the time on the range. We get a woman out there who's like scared to death to shoot, can't hit the target at all, thinks that she's completely inept. I put a, a reasonable firearm in her hand, and she shoots like Doc Holliday, and they can't believe it. It's not magic, uh, but carry carry a decent weapon, people. Uh, single stack. I understand if they're in a profession or a job where they absolutely cannot be detected. That's the only only time that I ever say that it's okay. Well, carry something double stack, carry something nine millimeter. And for somebody, for somebody who's in that professional thing, that's why God made the SIG P365, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Which I think. As long as you buy the newer version of it. <laughs> well, not in California, man. You're lucky if you can find them. They're, they're selling used um, here for 900 something dollars because they're not on yeah, the roster. That's what's crazy. I tried to learn how to do I got so many people calling me from California saying, hey, what do I do this? It's like, listen, I, I'm afraid to even try to give you advice because yeah, you can't. You with can't the best that. intentions, I can't do it without getting you in trouble. So here's so, one yeah, of the things. The other thing. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, and carry something big enough to put a flashlight on. Even if it's one of those little tiny uh, flashlights that you know are single end style battery, uh, do it. Just ha- have a light on your on your pistol because... The nine times out of ten, well, you know, I don't even want to state numbers because we all know what the FBI says and what, we, what everybody else says. But the reality is, oftentimes when you're going to use a firearm, it's going to be dark. Yeah, night sights are great. I have night sights on every weapon I own, but that's mostly so I can find which direction it's laying and pointing in the dark when I wake up in the middle of the night. Um, you're, when, when you threat focus, you, the chances are pretty good you're, not, you're going to skip that, those sights. But if you, do, if you practice with that flashlight, you're going to make sure that you shoot a bad guy, and not a drunk neighbor, or you know your spouse. No, the light. Uh, the light is the light is crucially important on your defensive weapon. It also yeah. helps on managing recoil. The other thing is with night sights. Like if you have a three dot night sight system, I don't like yeah. it because you have to stop no, and focus only. to see which one of the three is your front sight because they're all the same exactly. size. And so if you were to do that, I would suggest just putting the night sight on the front ramp. You know, Phil, you know what I literally do? I have a Glock that has no rear sight on it. It has only a front sight. Yeah. And I have video upon video of new shooters, women and men alike, even youngsters, shooting that gun perfectly, acceptably accurate at 
7, 10, 15 yards they're hitting the target with no rear sight on the firearm, only the front sight. Yeah, when we were working with Falcon Falcon Ops out here, and one of their drills was they literally taped over the sights, and you still had to draw and fire, because it's your point and your presentation are going to hit the target at 3, 5, 7 yards. It's Absolutely. Every time. The other thing is ammunition. If you think about this, uh, what's the most common caliber is the 9mm, right? Absolutely. And for good reason. Outside the 22. Um, Everybody has a 9. Nines are all over the place. The other thing is everybody or almost everybody has a Glock, right? Glock 19, Glock 17. So if you're running something like a 9... Sorry? That's a, there's a good reason for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They run, right? But there's also, if yep. you wanted a rifle combination, you could do something, either an AR platform that takes Glock magazines, like the one I got from uh, Palmetto Sports, or the Ruger carbine. Ruger has a takedown 9mm carbine, which is would fit in your backpack, um, takes Glock magazines, and you could have the same system with your pistol and your rifle as far as magazine and ammunition and, and have a rifle platform. Now, what's the difference if you're saying, well, it's the same caliber? There is a huge difference. If you go out to a uh, practical pistol course where guys are shooting 9mm carbines, they can run that course like crazy. It, it is really, really a efficient weapon for for quick acquisition and, and uh, dispatching shots and recoil is nothing. So there's a lot to be said for something like a uh, like the Ruger camp rifle in nine millimeter. Now the other thing is optics, right? If you're going to put an optic on it, red dots are great for shooting sports and having fun, but they take more batteries. You know, yeah, and then just like any electronic, they can fail you. So it's it's one of those things where you, if you always treat it as if it works, great. If not, no biggie. And you train with your iron sights, and then you're good to go. Now, um, you're a young I, guy. Well, you're a young guy, Justin. Your eyesight will fail you, folks. And uh, iron <laughs> sights are not your friends when you're approaching 50 years old, okay? I'm over 50. They are definitely not my friend, and I've had LASIK. So, um, but maybe a low-power scope. You know? Well, and that's the thing is uh, uh, a selectable like one to four on the low end or, you know, they're, they're all the way up over one, one by tens now. Uh, you're going to pay for that that, that uh, ratio of magnification that costs money. But to spend all your money on the clarity, because especially for civilians in a civilian environment, uh, it's going to be pretty hard to justify that, you know, 500 meter shot on that guy that was breaking in your neighbor's house. Well, if you make uh, that 500 meter shot with your nine millimeter, 145 grain <laughs> hollow point, I'll buy you dinner. Oh, you know what? We got to go to the range because one of the demonstrations I do was because a lot of these beginners, they think that it, it, it's a safety issue. They think in uh, nine mil, especially even a 22, we shoot a lot of suppressed 22s. And because it's so quiet, it, it, it makes them uh, lose respect for the lethality of it sometimes. So that's why we use steel targets and other things. But I show people, I will shoot a 9mm 200 yards plus with zero holdover. If you're shooting a, a plus P round especially, uh, just take a Glock 19 or you know any similar size weapon, and you can have a beginner with some, dis- with some trigger discipline hit a target 200-plus yards of a 9mm with no holdover because at those distances, that bullet is ripping. And it is not dropping like people think. People think the bullets go about 50 feet and they fall in the dirt harmlessly. Why do you think so many people are shooting their guns up, you know, 4th of July or New Year's? They don't understand that it could be four or five miles before that round comes back to earth. So, yeah, 9 millimeter, like you said, capacity is king. 
you, especially nowadays when you're talking about a, a foe that might be uh, amped up on some chemicals where the standard uh, round put in a certain place would incapacitate most humans, it's not doing it anymore. Uh, you got to shoot until the threat stops. Uh, yes, 45 is bigger than 9mm, but it's a lot bigger gun to have a full capacity 45 versus a 9. And every round that goes into that bad guy has a chance of hitting a heart or an artery and is going to, you know, take the steam out of them a lot quicker. So I don't know about you, but I, I think uh, capacity is way, way more important than uh, than caliber, you know, this day and age with the modern, you know, ammunition technology. Well, you know, the nine millimeters come a long way and the bullet construction is amazing. So it is, they have, for defensive rounds, they've come a long, long way. I, I like them both. You know, and the best way to start a fight is say forty five is better than nine, or nine is better than forty five. Cool. You know, that's. Why do you think I threw that out there? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to start a fight. We're just going to skip Absolutely. off of that. Hey, why don't you yeah. carry both? Just because this is America, and you can, right. folks. Philip Naiman, I want a special Firing Line Radio show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. I want to thank my special guest, Justin. Justin Rex on this show. He's going to be teaching the Field Craft Seminar in Las Vegas the last week of February from the 24th to the 28th. Now, once again, Rex at RexDefense.com. He's going to be teaching the first two days long range and extended long range shooting. Next two days, Justin's going to be going over field craft. We just touched on a few tip of the iceberg subjects. And then on Friday, I'll be doing the Big Game Hunting Primer. That's Friday the 28th, February 28th, 2020 in Las Vegas. Check us out at RexDefense.com. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. I hope you have a great Christmas. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Same to you, sir. All right, Merry Christmas, guys. God bless. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.